Welcome to another podcast short on Are We There Yet? Navigating Life's Journey on Your Own Terms. My name is Sandy Hughes and I am your host. When was the last time that you struck up a conversation with a stranger? It can be interesting to say the least and you might learn something along the way. I met Cuban Juan down in Cape Coral, Florida. I was out fishing with a friend of mine, and Juan was sitting at the picnic table on the pier. Bronzed with a dark tan and black hair, he was playing around with lures and lines and other various tackle in his fishing pole. He had a large silver mug next to him that seemed bottomless. He greeted us with a huge smile and a warm introduction. Hello, my name is Juan. I am from Cuba. Well, hello, Juan. I am Sandy. We exchanged warm pleasantries, and my friend and I began getting her all set up with her pocket fisherman, a hook, and some live bait. She was a bit timid when it came to stabbing a fish with a hook, so I did the first few for her. I hadn't brought my pole this trip because I was in, uh, what you might say, healer mode. I'd come down to Cape Coral to do some energy work for several friends of mine, so fishing was not the priority this time. As we got settled and my friend began casting her line into the choppy water, Cuban Juan began what would be a long and fascinating story of his life, his family, and friendship. He introduced us to Mario, his best friend who spoke no English. I said, hola, Mario, to which he replied, hello. Mario was quiet and soft-spoken. He mainly kept to himself piddling around on the other end of the pier. But every once in a while, he would interject with a short, stern voice and a look, to which Juan would then apologize to us for talking so much. Mario says I talk too much bullshit. He says, you both must think I am crazy. I assured him that this was not the case and that I actually was enjoying the conversation. Juan talked about his son, who died in Afghanistan, serving in the military. He had already done one tour, but felt a duty to serve another another from which he would not return. Juan said that his wife was devastated and eventually divorced him due to the stress of losing their son. Juan said that though his son may have died, he was still here with him. We talked about living and dying and how we are energy beings, that death is not an end, but a transformation into something else. He told us of his other son who is gay. He looks like Queen You know, Mercury Man. He was speaking of Freddie Mercury of the band Queen. He looks just like him, you know. The mustache, the hair, his body, everything. But he's happy. And as long as he is happy, I am happy. Cuban Juan told us that he was homeless. But not because he had nowhere to live. I have a house, you know. But this life is much more simple, you know. I drink vodka, not a glass. I have the whole bottle, and I fish, and I get to enjoy my time talking to people like you. Cuban Juan kept thanking us for listening to him, and he kept saying that he was going to stop talking now. This is bullshit. I talk too much. I will stop now. And then no more than 20 seconds would pass when he would start again. You know, I have lived in this country for 60 years, and I am 70 years old now, and I meet a lot of people. But most are not interested in talking to me. Not like you. 
That is why I appreciate you two. You are good friends. Then he would say, I'm sorry, I will stop. To which I kind of laughed to myself and waited, knowing that eh, it wasn't going to last long. And sure enough, no more than 20 seconds later, you know, we are friends. I would do anything for you, my friends. If you ever needed something, I would help you. If I gave you my number and you called me in the middle of the night and needed help, I would take care of things for you. And I knew that he meant that. I appreciate you, Sandy. You are a good friend. Thank you. We probably talked to Cuban Juan for two hours until Mario got fed up and told him it was time to go. You got the sense that Mario was irritated with Juan and was probably trying to leave an hour before this. I don't speak a lot of Spanish, but I did hear the word loco quite a bit. I smiled and I thanked the two of them for being so kind. I thanked Juan for good conversation and good friendship. He told us that he appreciated us and was very happy to have met us. Then, just like that, Cuban Juan and Mario walked off the dock, got into an old beat-up pickup truck, and vanished from our lives. One of the last things he said to us was, I will never forget you. I will always remember you, and if you ever need help, I will be there for you. Well, I won't forget you either, Cuban Juan. Thank you for being you. Sometimes we meet people who are different from us. They may not share the same beliefs as us. They may not look like us. They may be from a different country and from a different walk of life. They may have different experiences and walked different paths than us. But if we spend a little time and open our energy up a bit, we can learn so much from them. We are different people, but we are all connected. When we remain open to this, we forget any memory of separation. I learned that Cuban Juan believed in life after death. He believed that his son was still connected to him. I learned that though he did not completely understand it, he accepted his gay son and was glad he was happy. I learned that he is often misunderstood and discarded by people as a drunk, crazy, homeless man. I learned that he valued friendship and appreciated people who took the time to engage. I learned that he is my brother and that we are connected on a level that some will never experience even with their closest friends. I learned to listen. I learned to understand. And I learned to be patient and kind. Cuban Juan, I hope that the next person you encounter will enjoy your company as much as I did. If you haven't had the opportunity to have a conversation with a stranger, a stranger who might not look like you, a stranger from a different part of the world, a different walk of life, someone who looks different than you, someone who may be homeless, someone who may be an alcoholic or a drug addict, open yourself up, open your mind, and you may find that you are more connected than you thought and that you could learn something from their story. You might think that in your busy life you don't have time to listen to a homeless man or a homeless woman. But I think that if you do take the time, every so often, 
you might be surprised and you might find some valuable lessons in that conversation. And like Cuban Juan, you might not ever forget that experience and you will be grateful for it. My name is Sandy Hughes. Thank you for listening. <laughs>